Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello friends and welcome back to Christmas News where we talk about Christmas and ignore the news. It's Christmas week! Literally the week of Christmas! We can't believe it. We can't believe it's finally here. Yeah, this whole season has kind of been flying by, but um, we're here. We're doing it. It's Christmas week. I'm so excited. Our first guest today is Ashley Britt. She is going to tell us all about being a brand new homeowner and a new dog owner and decorating her house this year. And she's also going to explain the plot of the Nutcracker, which I'm sure we've all seen and none of us actually know what it's about. And we're going to do a little more shag, Mary Cole action because, you know, that's what we do. And speaking of marriage, it's also her first Christmas as a newlywed, right? And I don't think Britt is her last name anymore. Oh, shit. Crap, I forgot. <laughs> Ashley Schweitzer. <laughs> Ashley Schweitzer. Oh my God. And this is what happened with you with Courtney. I had to remind you that your friend Courtney's name was not Cox. Oh my anymore. God. You're right. It's really hard to remember your friend's new last names because it's not like grade school where you're calling, like, being called on or I don't like, I have no reason to be looking at their names and we all have funky Instagram handles these days. So you just forget. And Gals we've known change in their names. Yeah, and we've known these girls for decades. So it's like, you know, can't teach an old dog new tricks. You know what I'm saying? Okay, this week on Christmas News, we have two very VIP guests. One is our little cousin, Tessa Quinn. She's our first cousin's daughter, and she is full of star energy, as the woman at the crystal shop would say. Um, and she's a double Leo. She's a double Leo. And she was a treasured gem at her school this month, which is no small feat. Indeed. And she just can teach you a thing or two. The gal is all but five years old, but she just knows where she's going in life. So we're really honored to have her on the pod this week. And we're also going to have an equally important guest, which is drum roll, please. Santa I Claus. can't believe we were able to book him. Honestly, it was really hard to get on his schedule, but we pulled a few strings and Santa's going to be here today and we're going to talk to Santa with Tessa because why not? Yeah, he squeezed us in. Santa's just like everyone else, you know, he's living on Zoom these days and we're so thankful that he was able to pencil us into his schedule. So that's going to be awesome. So Case. Who's your Christmas character this week, the week of Christmas? The week of Christmas. I ha- you have to, the week of Christmas, just like take it to the next level. And as such, I'm going to be Betty Lou Who from The Grinch <gasps> with the version with Jim Carrey, obviously the best version of The Grinch. Because she, what I noticed when I watched it last night for the first time this season is that on all of the Lou Who kids and parents' heads, for the cheermeister um, or the hubilation ceremony, excuse me. They're How could all- you confuse those two? What is wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. So during the hubilation, each of the Luhus is wearing a cup of eggnog. And the dad is wearing, I assume it's eggnog, but it was probably like frizzle frog or whatever yeah. in Whoville. The dad is wearing an entire bowl of eggnog and there's actually liquid in the cups on their hats. If you watch, then you just, that's the only thing you can watch during those scenes because you are just waiting for it to fall out, splash out of the cups. So I'm Betty Lou Who because I've accessorized to the nines today. Um, it's just important to really 
take your accessories during the holiday season to the next level and do things that you would not normally do, like put a cup of eggnog on your child's head. Wow. Okay. And what are some of the things that you're doing this season that you wouldn't normally do? Um, wearing a lot of accessories in my house for no one at all. That's something that's unique to this season. I think I've probably accessorized more this Christmas season than I ever had. Like I bought a J crew, um, headband and matching mask that are like the tartan plaid color because I'm just like this, it's time for this. I want a matching headband and mask. And I haven't, I think I wore it to the recycling center one day. <laughs> what did you do in the recycling center? Oh, the, the, the Nashville one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How silly. I was me. recycling at the recycling center. Go figure. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not what the Moleshines usually do at Thursday. I know. Normally we like shop, we socialize, we learn a few new facts. That's what we normally do at the recycling center. Well, actually, Daddy was at the recycling center yesterday and there were three trees, real trees in quote unquote perfect condition. Quote unquote trees? Perfectly good. Yeah. Christmas trees, real ones. On December 17th, people were throwing their Christmas trees in the recycling center in Bayhead. Yeah. They must have had a photo shoot or something bougie like that, but. That's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? They probably came down to their beach house for a weekend Mm -hmm. to take Christmas photos or something like that. And then they had to ditch the evidence before they went back to North Jersey. So, you know, you never know what you're going to find at a good recycling center, everyone. So just get on over there. But yeah, I've been accessorizing a lot more this year, I think, which doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to carry it into future years. That's the thing. I've been saying this lockdown has turned me into a magpie. I just want sparkles, glitter. I want everything to be as stupid as it can possibly be aesthetically speaking, because I'm so sick of wearing pajamas and I'm really excited because like, okay, this is going so off topic, but after the great depression, like Fashion became really over the top and crazy and sculptural and maximalist and insane. And I think that is what's going to happen after everything gets back to normal, if it gets back to normal. Yeah, it's definitely going to be everyone trying to just be expressive and be, we're all going to be so excited to just like be at a party or be walking down the street. Yeah. Okay. So who is your um, Christmas character this week? So my Christmas character this week is Uncle Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas <gasps> Vacation. Oh my gosh, why? So last week my Christmas character was Mary Bailey from It's a Wonderful oh, Life. Yeah. Last week I felt like I had it all together and I was like killing it. And I was. And I'm still killing it. But I've just let go. Like today was the day that I was like, let it go. You Out know? there in the bath in the bathrobe smoking a cigar and Yeah. Today is the day that the shitter was well and truly full. And I okay. said to myself, I'm, I'm unbuttoning my jeans. I'm loosening a belt rung. And right. I'm done trying. I'm done. Yes. Try- I'm not done trying because something I have to recommend to everybody this year, I bought all the Fenty Beauty contouring products. So I've been contouring and I absolutely love it. So I've been spending a lot more energy on my makeup. So I'm not fully letting go. I... I just, I'm relaxing now. That's my point. I am relaxing and I am letting Clark Griswold take care of everything. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we all got to do. We got to lean into this week. I was just texting with some friends today too about like, is it okay that we just keep eating? And I was mm-hmm. like, yes, we, we have to just keep eating. One thing Nick and I did yesterday, we went to this store called B&M, which is basically... I would say the Marshalls of the UK, but even lower rent. So they have everything that's really, really cheap. And we got a pyramid of Ferrero Rocher truffles. And then we also got one gigantic Ferrero Rocher truffle that has like three little ones inside of it. We're just going hog wild. And we bought all the wine we wanted. I'm I'm Uncle Eddie now. And like Nick is probably Clark Griswold. I hope Snot doesn't uh lay get a little Mississippi leg hound in him and uh lay into you this season. Speaking of Uncle Eddie, look at my drink. <gasps> You're kidding! She's got the eggnog moose glass. Oh my god. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
and I'm going to take a sip. I'm drinking um, the Trader Joe's Almond Nog again because it doesn't taste that different from the regular Nog. So I go back and forth because it is a lot less calories. That's really cute. Did you put bourbon in it? Mm -hmm. We bought Southern Comfort so we can do it right. Very nice. Our first guest tonight is Ashley Britt. So Ashley is a new homeowner. She's a newlywed and she's a new dog owner. And She is killing it at life right now. She's a nutcracker gal, and we're going to talk to her about everything decor and ballet. And once again, that's not her last name anymore. Oh, God. (laughs) Ashley Schweitzer. Ashley Schweitzer. (laughs) Ashley, thank you so much for coming on to Christmas News. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Happy to be here. We are happy to have you. So you're a new homeowner this year. How much thought did you put into like your overall Christmas aesthetic? Like were were there certain ones that you were considering and decided against or did you just follow your gut or what? I, I would say just follow my gut. I mean, I try to get things that just sort of would like speak to me, I guess. Um, and then a lot of stuff online. And I tried this year to do more things that I would keep like that I would have for a while um, versus like, oh, this is on sale for $3.99 at Marshall's. I need this, <laughs> um, which is great. But so I guess some of those things mixed in, but then a lot of stuff that'll just like we'll have forever. Nice. And as your first, this is your first married Christmas too, right? Yeah. What so is your- <laughs> did you guys have any like arguments about like different, I, like, I feel like a lot of couples argue about like the colorful lights versus the white lights. Yes, that so we we've been together for 8 years, so we kind of had those arguments already, I would say. <laughs> okay. But and Jim swears, my husband swears that he was always a colored a, a white lights guy, and I remember having the argument about the colored versus white and I, you know, and I guess we've been just together for so long now that he's just morphed into a white light guy. Um, but I mean, otherwise the, the argument at the tree farm was, was one of them that I wanted like, you know, more of a triangular slimmer tree. Um, but you know, we went with the fuller figure. So I would say your interior decor sense is very minimalist, similar to like the way that your family's house was growing up. It was always pretty minimalist. I'm having a lot of moments where I'm like, I am my mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I mean, thank you. They had the white walls, like we recently painted and I was like, I want white. Um, But, you know, I'm I'm trying, it's kind of funny because Jim just said too, let's like, my, I guess one of my decorating faults is that I'll kind of, I don't know when to stop. So I'll like go overboard. So, you know, stop knowing when to stop is good because we don't want to have clutter. But So what are some things that you didn't get yet that are like on your decor bucket list for future Christmases? This is fun. Um, I guess I would have to say outside stuff because, you know, that's like a whole other category that we just, we definitely never did. Um, so we got lights up. That was pretty, they look pretty okay. I I feel like Jim in the future is going to be a full on like football turkey in the front yard, inflatable Santa kind of like dad slash husband, right? Oh, that, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the inflatables. Um, our neighbors have them and they have two daughters and they're, it's, it's cute for them. Like it, it makes sense. I think when kids are involved, it's cute, but I don't know the, uh, the inflatables, it's a hate love, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's always the kids that end up driving the inflatables thing. And then it's like, if you could do an inflatable, what would, what would your gateway inflatable (laughs) decoration be? A, a white reindeer. <laughs> still classy. Still yeah, classy. With as like classy maybe as you a can. gold. Maybe she's wearing a gold bow or something. Um, that sounds yeah. beautiful. That would go and, really well with your house because your house has a literal white picket fence. It's absurd. It's the it. cutest freaking house, Casey. You have to see it. It's so Thank adorable. You. And now you have a cute little puppy too, right? Yes, he just. <sighs> Did some weird growl sigh thing in the background. Um, sorry if that was audible, but yeah. So do you have any favorite like celeb Christmas fiends who you look to for inspiration? I don't, I've, I've been watching, obviously been watching Jersey Shore this season and I follow all of them and I always have. Um, but the situations, <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> over the top and so beautiful. And their tree isn't, I don't know if you've seen their tree. It's insane. It's so cool. It like, it changes colors. Like you can choose the theme that you want. So it'll be like all like an ombre blue <laughs> and then pink. And then it goes to like regular Christmas and white. That's really oh cute. God. I wonder where they got that. I, I think she posted it on her story or something. It's really, it's, I don't think like I could pull it off in our house because you need giant ceilings and all that, or, but, or just that style in general, but I, I, I don't know. And then you have Snooki who's more of like, she's doing her traditional, it's more traditional, I think with like the color scheme and everything. And she has three kids. So I, I feel like I, I like both. And I don't know if we would consider those them celebrities, but. <laughs> oh, I mean, we're all from Jersey here. We consider yes. them to be like the freaking cabinet of yes. our celebrity, celebrity friends. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They, People we may or may not have stalked at Jenks once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. May or may not. Their house I looks good enough. Yeah, I love Snooki's holiday stuff. Like she has that Rankin Bass Rudolph in front of her tree, like the old school Rudolph, the yes. big, the big one. I love that. I love the wiry. Yeah, yeah. She has, the, like, the garland up every staircase. It, yeah, it looks really good. Love Other that. more A list celebrities. I don't really know. So I love mm. always the Kardashian Christmas. I'm always looking yes. to see what they're doing because they're always going like full on. But I feel like this year, everyone's gotten mad at them so many times for being so over the top throughout the pandemic that they're kind of reining it in a little bit. Yes. <laughs> like they announced that they're not having their party this year. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's a, definitely a great decision. But I still want to see your stupid ass foyer. I'm sure house. they're doing it. They're just not really broadcasting it. As yeah, I was going to say too. I bet you yeah. they're doing something. Yeah. They can't not. That's so true. They're definitely all going to hang out and they're just like not going to put it on social media. But somebody took a drone and flew it over Kylie and Kim's houses and took pictures of how many lit up. I don't know why this didn't like blow up, I guess, because like who cares besides me, but they took pictures of all of the lit up Christmas trees they had on their properties and they each have like 20 different trees with lights on them. Outside? Outside. Yeah. Wow. That like a drone was able to see. Yeah, it was cute. That's wild. So Ash, let's talk about the Nutcracker because you are a lifelong dancer. You used to be in the Nutcracker every year when we were little. I was always like so jealous of you because I was like, oh my God, Ashley's in the Nutcracker. She gets to go like every night to go and be in this, in this ballet. And it's such a famous Christmas story. Everyone knows the music, but I feel like people don't know the story. So what's the story? So the Nutcracker focuses around a girl named Clara. Some versions call her Marie. The version I did always called her Clara. Um, and her brother Fritz. And there, it starts off with this, their parents having this big, huge Christmas party. Um, and Uncle Drosselmeyer comes. Drosselmeyer. He's just like, Drosselmeyer, he's like the quirky uncle. Well, and then some people call him uncle. Some people call him her Clara's godfather. Um, and he comes and brings all these toys and he gives Clara the Nutcracker and Fritz really wants the Nutcracker. He gets jealous. So she's running around, he trips her and it breaks. And it's like, you know, she's all upset. Um, so then everyone goes to bed and Clara comes back to get, so Drosselmeyer ties up the Nutcracker to fix it. And she comes back to get the Nutcracker, falls asleep. And then she dreams that the Nutcracker turns into a prince. And it starts with the, the big tree, like the, every stage has this huge tree. Well, the tree that, and then it starts growing once she starts dreaming. Um, and then the nutcracker turns into a prince and fights these mice and the masking. <laughs> um, and then they go into the land of the snow and then land of the sweets and Clara and the prince are together. Um, they meet the sugar plum fairy and it's just a magical journey for them. <laughs> so how does, I like now that you're saying it, I remember it all because I have seen it on stage like a few times, but I'm just like, that is the craziest story. Like, what were they on back then? And how does it end? I, I She just wakes up. I don't really know how it ends. I mean, it's just like a happy story. I, got, I Maybe I should look that up how it ends, but it, they just, they kind of just, the uh, Clara and the Nutcracker kind of just like wave off to everyone and then you just 
go on their way. And that's just the end. Cute. I love it. Just yeah. keep the magic. Like we yeah. don't need They're an like, explanation. All right. Thanks yeah. for having us. That was it. <laughs> keep it cute. Just keep it cute. No dramas. Where did you perform it growing up? We, I performed in Lakewood at the Strand Theater. And then we did performances in Red Bank at the Paramount Theater. Or was that an As? That was an Asbury. Oh, yeah. I don't so think we ever did. So is it always a ballet? Oh, in my experience, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it not. There's animated versions now and really. Yeah, did you watch Disney's um, version that came out like last year or the year before, I think? I don't think I did, but I'm terrible at television and movies, so. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get very good reviews. I just was checking it out um, because it's on Disney Plus. So I was like checking it out. Like maybe I want to watch this, but the reviews were so bad. I was like, I don't oh. know if this is, oh, I'd rather it not ruin it like that. Yeah. Keep it. I like, I mean, keep it classic. It's, it's just yeah. such a classic. If it ain't yeah. broke, don't fix it. Yeah. What parts did you play in the Nutcracker when we were growing up? Ooh. So I started as a toy soldier. <laughs> Cute. Um, so like that, rocket was- vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the just the they called it the battle scene so it was when it was like the first scene of sort of the dream when the nutcracker starts fighting and there's like they the one I did they would have like the big mice come out which were they were adult dancers and then the little kid like young kids in the little mice costume they were so cute and then you obviously had the toy soldiers um you know like the march of the wooden soldiers so I, I played a soldier and then I was in a scene with the sugar plum fairy and the cavalier um, I was a page, like, so there were fairies and pages and I was a page, um, cause there weren't many boy dancers. <laughs> so, um, and then I probably, well, my last year, my sec- two last years, you sort of, as one of the younger dancers, you grow into like the coveted role of a party girl, which I was thinking about. My first screen name was party girl. Yes. And- <laughs> oh my God. Um, I never put that together ever until now. No, because um, Ash, your first screen name was Twinkle Toes. Twinkle, Twinkle Toes, yes. And mine oh was something gosh. equally like juvenile. And we <laughs> wanted to impress some boys. I don't remember who. And we were like, let's change our screen names to be cooler. And you were like, yeah. I'm going to make mine Party Girl. And I'm like, I wasn't party. Like, I don't know <laughs> what. Yeah. And it's funny. It was to impress my now husband because his his football number was in my screen name <laughs> oh my god <laughs> was like, yes yeah because we weren't together but I liked him so obviously um but yeah so I got to be a party girl in the nutcracker and you wear the dress and you get to be in the party scene which was like the best scene um and then I did the the polish Chanel's, which is like with mother ginger and the big screen so we came out of her her skirt and that was a really fun one we actually did the poly chanel's at bayhead ballet and violin case or i did at oh, least oh my god i completely forgot about that i can picture the entire costume and like the choreography in my head now that's crazy. and the music like the music is just amazing did yeah. you ever do the dancing in the window yeah but i was really chubby so like everyone was probably <laughs> like oh no oh my god <laughs> they were they definitely definitely not. <laughs> I was like, like, I loved doing ballet because Ashley, you were like the perfect little ballerina. Like you looked beautiful doing it. You had the perfect ballerina body. And I was just like, you know, friggin' like heffalump coming in. Because I wasn't like just in, in terms of ballet, which is a very like strict body image rule. I, I just didn't have the body at that point in my life. Really well, good. I was going to say when I did the Nutcracker, I remember I was getting fit for a costume and the, she was like, oh, broad shoulders. And I was like, oh, oh my like God. The word, like the last thing you want to hear. I was probably eight and I will never forget that. Like, yeah. that is the messed up thing with ballet because it's like, it's beautiful and amazing and the music is so good and it's so fun to watch, but it just makes you feel like crap. Like I felt like crap because in my classes too, there were these two sisters who were in all my classes and they were super skinny and just like perfect. And I just was not. And 
the teacher just favored them over everybody else. And I was like, no matter how good I get my technique, I'm never going to compare to these two like super skinny girls. And like, you just get, you're just looking in that mirror and you're like getting all these friggin' issues. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Issues that you didn't even know were possible at the, or like, I would have never even thought that about myself at eight, nine years old. And then who says an eight year old has broad shoulders? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, and like, crazy. it wasn't even, you know, she was just kind of making a comment to herself out loud. And I was just like, you know, you got to be careful. And like, she made a work. choice to say that out loud though. Like she made mm-hmm. a choice to say, and it's like, what kind of person says that? But to, she like, probably grew up like dancing and with all of that too. Yeah. From an even yeah, more traditional background. Culture. Yeah. It's. And yeah, I'm thinking about it now. Like I really didn't dance that much growing up, which I wish that I did. I don't know why I ever stopped doing ballet, but like I know you were so good. I did what I was good. Yeah. You were so good at dance. You still are. I think I might start taking ballet classes when COVID's over because I'm just feeling the vibes these days. But um, I didn't do any sports with like a mirror the whole time. Like that would be kind of crazy now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. you're just so awkward when you're younger, like to be like looking at yourself in the mirror. It can't like probably w- wouldn't be a good thing. Well, and, and, and a lot of the stuff is encouraged, you know, to be your like, at, you know, work at the bar. It's all in front of the mirror and you're looking at every single aspect of every part of your body. It's crazy. And you're looking at the other 10, 12, 20 girls in the class and all of their bodies. So you're like yeah. comparing it to them at the most vulnerable position in your life. Like, and you need the mirror because you need to see how you're doing it. But it's just, I don't know. It's so sad because it's like I love ballet and I love dance and I would want my kids to be in it, but I also wouldn't want them to like have that. But I think now people are probably getting to a better place with it because people like Misty Copeland and everything, it's like, yeah, you don't have to yeah. have that typical ballet body, you know, like, and she was in Mariah's Christmas special. So like, how much better do you get than that? so would would you ever go back and try to do the nutcracker or anything like that as an adult ash i think that would be so much fun um i don't think i would now be a candidate for any serious role um but i remember like in the party scene there were parents who just sort of did you know some like dinner dancing and stuff like that I, i like can picture all the choreography right now but that would be so cool to do something like that like i don't think i'm I'm going to throw on my point shoes and audition for the sugar block fairy. But I mean, I mean, to perform like that would be so cool. Could you right now, like put your point shoes on again and just dance? Or is it like, it would take like weeks to get used to that again? I I think you, I think anyone could probably get right back into it, but uh, I don't know. I'll have to dig them out somewhere. I think they're at my mom's house. (laughs) It's so like intimidating. I've never done it. So I'm just like, how the heck does that work? So keeping up with the Jersey theme. Yeah. We've heard that you love the film Just Friends. Yes. (laughs) So, so do we. It's one of the best Christmas movies. I feel like it's an underrated Christmas movie, right? It's so underrated and it's hysterical. And my favorite scene is when Anna Faris is driving through the Palomino's yard and pulling down all the lights and it's the most wonderful time of the year is in the background. Oh my God. I never even caught that detail of the song before. Now when I rewatch it, I'm going to notice it. And then everything's on fire. It's just great. (laughs) It's so good. And it's just so accurate. Like going back to Jersey when you feel like you've moved past it, but it always brings us all back. Especially the small town vibes. It's so funny. It's so good. Yeah. So in that spirit, we wanted to play Shag, Mary Cole with three of the characters from Just Friends. So the three characters we're going to do are Chris Brander, which is Ryan Reynolds' character. For people who haven't seen the movie, he's like a record executive who grew up in New Jersey. And he was um, not hot in high school, but now he's very like hot and rich. And he's in love with our second person, Jamie Palomino. And she was just like nice girl in high school, right? She was like, I think she was like popular girl. She was popular, yeah. She was but popular. nice, and she was also nice. She was like girls ne- girl next door, and they were best friends in high school. So that's where the title of the movie comes from. And then the third person we're doing is the Anna Faris character, who's a pop star 
who's just completely insane. So Ashley, why don't you kick us off and let us know your thoughts? Okay. So what are what I have to, between the three of them, I have between to Between the three of them, Shag, Mary or Cole? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, Shag, Mary or Cole? I guess I would have to call Anna Faris's character. I love her, but I feel like she, I mean, she did like, she blew up the house. So I feel like she's not um, <laughs> the safest option. I know that it's probably boring. She would be fun. No, she uh, definitely deserves Cole that year. Yeah. That makes total yeah. sense. Yeah. She's a liability. <laughs> right. I mean, maybe I have like broken house things on the mind. I'm like, no. Um, and then I guess I would shag Chris Brander and Ma- Mary. Is that the third one? Yeah. Yeah. I would marry J- that sounds so boring. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, know. I, would, I feel like I would like a rotation. If I could like put them all into one, it would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, like true. Main characters are both kind of like boring in their own ways. And then Anna Faris is like just way too not boring. It creates a difficult situation. See, that's why I think the best move is probably shag Anna Faris. Okay. Because she's crazy. Yeah. I would call Jamie Palomino because she is boring for sure. Like, I don't know what she brings to the table other than being the girl that he really liked in high school. Like, yeah, she's really nice and everything, but I guess I would call her. And I would marry Ryan Reynolds, but I would also feel like he would probably cheat on me. Yeah, like you you don't know. He has that ability to be a total douchebag, so it's in yeah. him. So he, yeah, he could definitely revert back to Yeah, that. he's kind of like resentful and like vindictive. Yes. Mean yeah. nerd. Mean nerd. He's a yeah. beta, he's a beta male in an alpha male's That could clothing. stay with him. Yeah, he was going to be my Cole, but you're right. Mm. Jamie's very boring. I was going to say shag Anna Faris, marry Jamie, Cole chris brander because he would just i don't know but he is kind of successful maybe he would get over it eventually i don't know but i think he's got some kind of insecurity you're right where he might just cheat but later maybe on if you shag him he'd you, he'd bring you to a really cool christmas party oh that's true he could be the shag experience <laughs> oh yeah he could be the shag yeah my wow. number one poll would be Dusty Dinkelman, though. Who oh, he's the worst. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess it's not a conversation. That's the thing. I was like, because that's what was so hard about this movie. Like, not saying this is the mark of a bad movie. I think it's the mark of a great movie. Most of the characters are just so unlikable, but they're so hilarious that there's right. no one that you would even want to put in the Shag Mary Cole category. Like, <laughs> the I just was like, I guess I'll pick the three main people because i'll just pick the people with the most lines because that's who we know the most i like his mom because she's she was the stewardess in airplane yes so maybe i would marry her but actually i don't know i don't know i would move out of new jersey that's what i would do and that's what i have done (laughs) (laughs) not i I would still move back. I would still move back. Well, okay, well, we'll have to make that one a poll on our Instagram again, too, and see what the people think. Let's see what they think. This is unfinished yeah. business. I know. I know. We've, we have not had one that was this contentious before. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> yeah. So, Ash, do you have any parting thoughts for Christmas 2020? Um, well, we're hosting, Jim and I are hosting Christmas Eve. And we're, I mean, you know, it's our first time hosting so to any anyone out there who's hosting for the first time I know it's not what you would have maybe hoped or planned but you know I guess we're really thankful that we're healthy and our immediate families can be together um and I mean just make the most of it and we're almost to 21 so if you can just get through you know have fun uh you know remember what's important and what's special to you and um we're almost there. <laughs> and we have a friggin' vaccine finally. Yes. What so. kind of food are you making for Christmas Eve? I think we're going to do a ha- Well, I think Jam, Jam is going to make a ham. Um, <laughs> and we're going to do a form of rigatoni. because <gasps> Perfect. For our little rigs. It sounds weird that, to put it that way. But no, we'll do like <laughs> pasta um, and a ham. And like, I actually found this recipe for a... Christmas salad. It's a spinach salad, but you can make it into a wreath. Um, so 
that actually it sounds really good. It's a spinach salad um, with cranberries and then you make like little goat cheese balls. So you just like roll up the goat cheese. Um, So we're probably going to do that. And then it's sort of potluck. So people are just bringing some appetizers and stuff. That's nice. Claws? Claws, yeah. Claws, well, we have to go get some claws. And then we'll just do what we always do the fireball and rum chata shots. Ooh, um, oh, cute. Cinnamon toast crunch. So <laughs> um, and I might actually try to make the hot chocolate bombs that have been everywhere this year. Yes. So, I need to try one of those. I haven't had one yet. I, I, I mean, anytime I try to attempt any kind of like sweets, it always turns out terribly, but maybe I'll order some. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Ash, for letting us in on your gorgeous new house and your doggy and your new Christmas and talking about the Nutcracker. We went even deeper than I thought we would, I would say. So much fun. Wow. I'm going to look at the Nutcracker in a whole new light now. And I'm going to look at just friends in a whole new light. Wink, wink. Are you done shopping on this third week of December? I'm pretty much finished. I have a bit and a bob here and there that are very little things to buy to just like add that piece de resistance to the gifts. Mm. And also I need some wrapping paper. I still didn't send anything to daddy yet. Mm, Yes. What do you get the man who has everything? (laughs) (laughs) Because adorably, everything in his eyes is like three coat hangers and a can of beans. And some yeah. frozen burritos. So I have gotten a bunch of stuff mailed to you guys in Bayhead. And I don't really know what we're going to do because are you guys going to wrap it for me and give it to each other <laughs> and say that it's for me? You want us to do that? I guess. Or you can just unwrap it from the box, the mailing boxes. Yeah, shoot. I guess it just comes down to how much time I have before, which I should probably have enough time on Christmas Eve to maybe do that. But then mommy would have to wrap my gifts. So how do we figure out which gifts are my gifts and which gifts are everybody else's gifts? I have a list of the boxes and who they correspond to. Okay. I also bought you guys so much more stuff here and I'm going to mail it and it's probably not going to get there until like mid-February. I know because I'm trying to think like if we could just wait until you're able to come but who the heck knows when that's going to be so yeah and then what should we do with your gift? Burn them. (laughs) We could honestly return them and and just send you the money. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. Yeah let's have everyone tell us how you're doing this when you're mailing gifts to people. Are you just telling them to open the mail? I still feel like it's a busy scrambly holiday season even though I'm not like giving gifts at work or I'm giving way less gifts, but it still feels like a wild goose chase. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Also, we just found out there's going to be another lockdown here. So I'm like, do I get my acrylic nails taken off? Do I get a fill? I might not be able to get them filled again for six weeks. I am never going to be able to get my lashes done again. My bangs are too long and I need to get it cut. So now I'm adding in that whole layer of stress before Christmas because everything's locking down from tomorrow onward. Until for how long did they say? Six weeks. Oh, <gasps> six weeks? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like a legit lockdown. I don't know. I think you're just screwed. I know. I think I'm just screwed. I'm going to just not have eyelashes anymore, but whatever. Yeah, that's all right. You won't be seeing anybody. So yeah, I just really want to finish. I also have so much work to do and I'm like, why do I have this much work to do? Where is it coming from? Yeah, me too. It's so strange. Like who are all these people that are asking me to do stuff? (laughs) I don't know. Just don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just skip it. Here's the good thing though, is that Christmas is on a Friday. So what Basically, we have like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then a weekend. So that's is what's getting me through this week because I'm having a busy work week as well. But once it's over, it's over for four and, days. And then my birthday's on Tuesday, which everything's going to be locked down. So I'm not going to be able to do anything. I'm not going to be able to do anything for New Year's. I had plans. I was going to have so much fun. Now I can't do anything. Can you get food delivered? Yeah, but then I have to like make it. Make it. No, like food, like takeout. Oh, yeah, I could get takeout, but there's no good takeout in Belgium. <laughs> it's like fish and chips only. You need a birthday redo Yeah, a couple months from now. So, Mal, who is your holiday cheermeister this week? My holiday cheermeister this week is our mom because she's been sending 
pictures of all of our family Christmases over the past decades to our family girls group chat. And they're just, I mean, some of them are cute. Some of them are really triggering for me, but they're still really, it's really nice to have those memes. Yeah. She's been doing like 12 days of Christmas and it's just photos of all of our family Christmas Eves because we're not going to have our big family Christmas Eve celebration this year. So she's been sending through photos of that. I do find in this year, looking back at old photos has helped me so much. Like whenever I'm feeling down, I'm like, I just need to look back at some pictures of me having a good time. Yeah. And I don't think people realize how good our family's Christmas Eve party is. Yeah. It's epic. Yeah. We've got pierogies, guampkis, a ham, of course. I make my sherry trifle every year. We get some cannolis. There's just all kinds of good food happening, presents, and then our big white elephant Christmas exchange. Yeah. The white elephant really seals the deal because everyone's been you know hitting the sauce for a few hours by then it's just the best it's the best so we're definitely gonna miss that this year but she's been sending along our photos so it's been it's been really nice yeah it's nice who's your holiday cheermeister this week so mine this week is this guy who tweeted a whole chain about christmas so his name is muhammad hussein and the chain goes the first tweet is this Growing up, my Muslim family never celebrated Christmas. This year, I am not going home because pandemic. So my roommates are teaching me how to have my first proper Christmas. I'm approaching this with anthropological precision. Here are a few observations. And he gives some great observations of Christmas as an outsider looking in. Like the first one is Christmas is a part-time job that you have from mid-November to the end of December. That's for sure. That is true. People have, observation two, people have very strong feelings about their Christmas traditions. If someone is insisting that certain food is what you have to eat Christmas morning because that's their family tradition. Do not suggest alternatives. They will stab you in the neck. This is giving me the same vibes that Carlos was talking about when he said that people on the East Coast take Christmas very seriously. So I wonder if this guy's um, roommates are on the East Coast or from the East Coast. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, that was the only thing he said that I didn't really, didn't really ring true to me necessarily. But also I just don't really care that much about what we make on Christmas Eve in our family. It's like the food is kind of a you side mean on note. Christmas morning? No, on Christmas Eve. Because on Christmas Day, it's like God only knows what we're eating on Christmas Day. Yeah, but th- his tweet was specifically about Christmas morning. Oh, that's weird. I know, because we really don't have a Christmas morning tradition. I think I'm, I want to do like pancakes this year, French toast or something gross like that. Delicious. Mm-hmm. He's just got a lot of good stuff in here. He ends up buying himself an everything bagel ornament that he plans to pass down to his children in a couple years. What are and- some things that you think are really weird when you think about it, about Christmas? Probably the fact that I watch like the same exact movies and listen to the same songs over and over again every year during this time of year. That's one thing. Um, I don't know. Do you have Do you have any that come to mind? Yeah. Gingerbread houses. <laughs> like, why do we do that? And we don't eat it. You make yeah. it, you go to all the trouble of cooking it and baking it, and then you just don't ever eat it. Yeah, that's so true. I've been seeing people posting them online, and I was like, that maybe I should actually make one. It looks good. If you do, just don't put the holes for the windows in the door. It will compromise the structural integrity. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, so our final guests of this episode are two people who need no introduction but both bring a whole lot of sass and pizzazz to Christmas. And they are Tessa Quinn and Santa Claus. So we're going to play our interview with them and their interview with each other for you guys. And we'll just see you next week. We'll see you on the other side of the of the Christmas bridge. Have a holly jolly Christmas. Hi. There we go. Cool. <laughs> How are you? I'm five now. Happy fifth. I'm a little late, but happy fifth. Yeah, happy (laughs) fifth birthday. I was on August. In August. I love your Christmas outfit. It's so cute. And your tree. Wow. And Rosie's behind me. (gasps) Rosie? Who's Rosie? My elf. Oh my gosh. She's behind you. She's in here too. Yeah, she was over there earlier, but she. Wanted to be in the video with Santa. Oh, I bet she did. She probably misses him. She hasn't seen him in a while. She's been at your house all month. Well, not really. She went back to North Pole every night. Oh, okay. To tell Santa Claus how I was doing. Wow, Rosie's been so busy. 
But guess what? The other day, she fell off the shelf. No way. She fell but off the my shelf? Dad, but my dad fixed her with hot dog pliers. <laughs> and, that, and that did the trick, and now she's good? Uh-huh. Oh, good. Okay, because we don't want any hurt elves around Christmas time. I'm going to be on YouTube. Yeah, you are. Yeah. With us. <laughs> are you excited yeah. to talk to Santa, Tess? Yes. Have you been a good girl? Yes. Okay, should good. Should we bring I, him in? I think we should yes. bring him in. Yes. Okay, here All he right. comes. Here comes Santa Claus. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, Santa. Hello, Casey. Hello, Molly. Hello, Tessa. How are you doing? Good. I'm so That's excited. My elf is behind me. Oh, <laughs> and have you been a good girl this year? Yeah, and my um dad fixed her with hot dog pliers. No way. That's. Let me check my list. That's Mike, who's got his birthday on Christmas Eve, the most magical day of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and how have you been this year, apart from? Being the treasure gem of your school. Yeah, I'm the student of the month. No, no way. <laughs> Ring and, my jingle bells. <laughs> and my grandpa, um, he's gonna get me a gumball machine. No, oh, oh, like this oh. big. Whoa, that's as big as a man. <laughs> oh god that's fantastic and what christmas movies have you been watching to get you in the mood for christmas Which elf on the shelf and elf buddy <laughs> my favorites oh Molly, have you seen elf on the shelf yes i love elf on a shelf and i think santa tessa has a little sister named talia who i think she's been pretty good this year too right tess yeah has Tally been good? Should Santa bring Tally all the gifts she asked for? Yeah. For some reason, my sister wants shoes, just regular shoes. Well, you know, every gift is special Christmas. Yeah. I found from her how to write numbers and letters all year. Yeah, she has a little learning table from my aunt, and I call her JJ. Oh, Aunt JJ is that. She has that's... brown hair. Yes. And is she on the naughty list or the, or the nice know. list? Yes, Santa, what you, you tell us. Well, so far she's on, on the nice list, but I just wanted to check with Tessa because, you know, Rosie's told me that Tessa's been a very good girl. So, so we trust what she says. And tell me this. What did you think of your Barbie dream house last year? Good. Yes. But my mom and dad are saying to, like, get rid of it. Oh. Do you still and, play with it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times I'm busy doing school. And how's school been this year whenever you aren't winning the treasure gem? Good. Yes. This is my first time winning tre treasure gem. This is our first time doing treasure gem. Oh, yes? Mm hmm First time of many? And guess what? Carter um, went into a different class, and now we have a new student. Named Rowan. Oh, Rowan. Rowan. What's his name? What's his last name? Do you know? I don't really know. We have to find out if he's on the naughty list or the good list. Do you know? Is Aunt Marmar on the nice list? Yeah. Yes. And what about and your what cousins? About, yeah, what about Molly and Casey? Yeah. Yes. And which, which one is the best of the two, if you had to pick one? Both. Uh, Good answer. <laughs> and that's why you're getting all the presents this Christmas. She's staying on the nice list. You can't, is indeed. You can't trick her into answering that one. And what would John you like for Christmas this year? Um, a baby alive grows up doll. It's only the very best girls are getting those. Let me check my list again. Well, let's just wait and see what happens on Christmas Day. You've been a very good girl. <laughs> and so, have you any Christmas songs you like to sing? Jingle bells, jingles, jingle all the way! Oh, what fun it is to it's ride in a one-horse open sleigh! Hey, jingle, oh, bells, jingle, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle, jingle, bells, jingle, all, jingle the all the way! Oh, what fun it oh, is to ride in this... I forgot the song. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, it's okay. <laughs> After a few eggnogs, Santa forgets <laughs> Jingle Bells as well. But you know what he doesn't forget? Egg he does not no. forget. It's so Egg yummy. It is so, so yummy. <laughs> Especially from Wawa. And I like hot cocoa. What? I can't have chocolate. But I can't Aww. have chocolate. I like hot cocoa. 
but I can't have chocolate because it makes me a maniac. Me too, Tess. Molly me knows too. your struggle, Tess. And red dye. And, and do you have your hot chocolate on Delco Day? Uh, no. <laughs> hot, yes, we do, I think. Hot chocolate Santa's favorite after cookies and milk. Santa, did you put yummy, yummy cookies out at Christmas time? <laughs> Santa, did you say Delco Day? Delco Day, it's the most magical day of the year after Christmas Day, Molly. I got lipstick on and stuff. Oh. <laughs> Great, Tessa, you did a good job. And Molly, what would you like for Christmas? A Gucci bag, Santa. <laughs> you make it happen? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that now. <laughs> I'm sure we can get you a plastic bag. I have one of those. I have a box. Well, a you know, bag? maybe maybe I'll, I'll give that to Molly as well this year. Well, Santa, thank you so much for joining us and talking to Tessa. Tessa, do you have anything else you want to say to Santa before he signs off to finish making all the toys? Dress up shoes. Dress up shoes. Because I can't fit in my other ones because I'm um, maybe 11s and the other ones are 10s, so I can't really fit in them. Okay, I'm I'm sure we can have a look in the workshop and we'll get you some dress-up shoes. <laughs> but, Tessa, I, I have to go back to the workshop now, but a very Merry Christmas and have a great, great Christmas time. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Bye-bye. Merry, Merry Christmas, Bye-bye, Casey. Bye-bye, Molly. Merry Christmas. Wow. Did you like that, Tess? Yeah. He was, was really nice. Thank you. Thank you for coming and being on our show with us. Yeah, Tess. Is there a recording now? Yeah, it's recording. I can't wait to watch it on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Jingle bell, jingle bell, rock. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.